Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. Can't bet against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. Welcome into the Lombardi Line presented by DraftKings. Where are the Kleenexes? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they're over there. I am in black for <laughs> because for I am in mourning. I feel bad for you. I really today. do. It's, you know, you were the first person I thought of when Hardman caught that ball. Uh, yeah, it's tough. These are hard ones. Yeah. These really are. And you know, there's always a point in the game where. You know, and I would watch games when I was in the league. We got to win the game right here. And there were a few of those moments where San Francisco had a chance. I don't understand the the nivity towards Kyle Shanahan. Again, I think a lot of it goes back to people just think it's easy to waltz mm. into this game. Like, oh, it's no big deal. And we got so many experts that, you know, can manage a game from their couch. So it's kind of ridiculous. But look, it is what it is. There were certainly opportunities. I think Kyle can learn from this game and move forward. Right. I think that's going to be the key because it's interesting. The other sideline, Stormy, Andy Reid went through a lot of this himself. Mm-hmm. A lot of coaches go through this. They kind of have to realize that there's a certain level you have to gain to get somewhere. And so, you know, I think this will be a great learning experience for Kyle and they'll be back. So that's the thing. Like, I, I understand the like being upset or frustrated about things that Kyle Shanahan did in terms of in the third quarter when you have the three and outs and eight of those nine plays are pass plays when you've already had problems and been known for abandoning the run in your previous Super Bowl appearances. Why are we doing that now when the best player on your team is a running back? I understand the questions about what happened in overtime and taking the ball first and then hearing all of these reports come out about how the 49ers players didn't even know that there were different adjusted overtime rules this season. So there, there are a number of things from a Kyle Shanahan standpoint I understand being upset about, but it's the people that are like saying they'll never get over the hump or Shanahan's never going to get a ring now because of XYZ. That's that's what I disagree with. We don't know. And to your point, he can learn from this and hopefully does and will. There's so many moments in the game. They get the interception to start the second half. You know, Andy Reid manages the middle eight really good on the front end where he gets the ball with over four minutes to go. He only gets three points, cuts the lead down, right? Now he's got a chance to tie the game coming out of the second half and Mahomes throws the interception. They have the ball at the Kansas City 44 and, you know, they go, they, they, they can't get anything. They get a penalty, second and 15. I think when you go back and watch this game, second down, the second down call sheet, we talked about this all week. Kyle Shanahan's second down call sheet needed to stay out of third and long. And it was all over the television yesterday. They averaged third and long. They were over nine yards in third and long. And, and that's not how you're going to place these Spagnola. Spagnola was determined to attack him on second down to create the third and longs because Spagnola knew that if I make this a drop back pass game on third down, where it's third and long, where he doesn't have the chance to hand it off to McCaffrey or run a, you know, something quick out of a West Coast, it favors me. And I think that's what happens. So, look, there's a lot of areas that you really can dig into. You know, they blow the protection 
on the touch on the on the third down in the red zone. I mean, they got one guard sliding left. They got the other guard sliding right. You can't blow a protection. Look, I lost the tuck game because we had a mental mistake, right? Frank Middleton went the wrong way, and we don't get the first down. And the next thing you know, they make the comeback back. It's those little things. This game to me is so – I said this on the podcast – this game is about one of my favorite quotes by Marcus Aurelius is the secret to all victory lies in the organization of the non-obvious. And this game was the non-obvious. You know, it's going to be the obvious is going to be, well, Kyle blew it with his calls. The obvious is going to be Purdy couldn't lead him to victory. That's completely false, right? There's some non-obvious things that have to get corrected. And if you're a great coach like Kyle is to get his team here, He'll correct those and move forward. Yeah, I think for me as a fan, what's been the most frustrating is that like they felt like the better team throughout the game. The 49ers did to me. And there were so many instances where they just were... They had so many opportunities to win the game and then didn't. Like you think about even from the very start in that opening drive where they're gashing Kansas City, driving down the field, and then Christian McCaffrey, of all people, has a super uncharacteristic fumble. You think about the muffed punt that sets up the MVS touchdown, Moody's missed extra point, not using George Kittle. Like there, there were just so many areas where yeah. the Kittle one's the mystery to me. I got to watch yeah. the tape today, the all 22 when it gets loaded up there to see it. You know, but here's the other thing I think that Kyle has to learn from the game, which is the non-obvious again. And you can put them all in a category. So when you are a zone concept defense like they are, and why are they a zone concept defense? Because they have really good pass rushers. So let's go back to the New York football giants when they had Lawrence Taylor. I asked Belichick once, I said, Bill, where's your play sheet? This is when I first got to know Bill. Because uh, he used to have this starter jacket on and his hands were always in his pocket. And he said... I got Lawrence Taylor. What do I need a play sheet for? It's flip cover two, right? Well, when you have Lawrence Taylor, you can play cover two, and it's hard to really, you know, it's hard for them to, to move the ball. Well, the 49ers have a great front, and they can play a lot of zone behind it, and that front wears you down as the game goes on. In Super Bowls, in Super Bowls, having been there and experienced this, the defensive fronts get tired. The game's longer. It's harder. Everybody's going 100 miles an hour. It's hot. It's humid. Even though you can get a lot of time to have IVs at halftime, look at the fourth quarter by both teams. Okay, let's just go through the fourth quarter. The Niners, touchdown, field goal, field goal. That was their fourth quarter in overtime. The, the, the Chiefs, touchdown, field goal, field goal, touchdown. It was because the fronts are tired. And so now this leads me to the non-obvious. So if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm, I'm, I'm flying back to the Bay today, I'm saying to myself, we've got to really have a better plan for Blitz Zero. But more than anything, we have to have a better plan defensively from a scheme standpoint. We lose a, tw we lose a huge lead, a 10-point lead, because we're playing cover three against the Chiefs the first game and Mahomes, and we get tired and we can't rush. This game is the same thing. We, when we had a blitz, we couldn't blitz effectively. So it really comes back to you have to be multiple on defense. You, you have to be like a baseball pitcher. You have to have a fastball. You have to have a curve. And you have to have a changeup. And the Niners just had the fastball. Eventually, that pitcher gets hit. And I think that's really the conversation is how do we change our defense to still highlight the front but be able to play on the back end with more man coverage. And then when we have to blitz, we don't let Kelsey run free. Sure. When we have to blitz, we don't let Rasheed Rice run across the field. You know, to me, that's the game. Well, and they did like credit that defense, especially in the first half. Travis Kelsey only had one catch and one yard. But yes, exactly. In the second half, obviously, we saw some changes there. And that's something big picture that the 49ers are going to have to rein in. But I was largely, especially given how much criticism that we've given to Steve Wilkes and the defensive line, particularly, they were a lot better than I anticipated. And Chase Young must have been listening to our show or For something. For the first half. <laughs> For the first yeah, half, he did. For the second half, I'm not sure he but, paid much attention okay. to us. You talk about being tired, right? And long drives and all of that. When we get to the position where we go to overtime and Kyle Shanahan wins the coin toss and elects to take the ball first, I thought in my mind it was because the defense was tired. Right. Well, they just played. Think about this. Nobody's written this about when they critique Kyle. They had just played 23 plays. They had a 12-play drive. They gave up a field goal. Then it was an 11-play drive. They gave up a field. So they were on the field for. So Steve Wilkes had just called 23 calls. Yes. You don't have that many calls on your call sheet. So the only reason that I bring this up is because yes, I am aware of that, and that was the thought process that I was thinking. 
Kyle Shanahan didn't say that post game, right. which is what I have issue with and what I want to ask you right. about. But let's take a listen to Kyle and his thought process on taking the ball first in OT. Uh, it's just something we talked about with, you know, that none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if, if we did, then we felt it was in our hands after that. Yeah. I mean, look, let me say this about the Niners, right? One of the big things that drove Jim Harbaugh crazy was their propensity to want to have analytics involved. So I know they have a strong analytical department now. They're running for the hills, I'm sure, with this decision. But I I think the defense was tired. Like I said, they've just played 23 plays. They had a chance to score seven on the one. Andy Reid comes back out and says afterwards, our strategy was simply this. We were going to go for two to never allow the third possession. Got that. And the play they called. And so when you have that as a strategy, right, when you have that as a strategy, you practice more two-point plays. Okay, so that two-point, that play that they ran to Hardeman probably came from the two-point section on the call sheet. What's our best two-point player? We got to have it. We got to make a play here. And so because the strategy going in by Reed was he was going to go for it on a two-point play, he was more prepared for that. I think to me, you certainly can question the decision because when you defer, again, you're playing Patrick Mahomes. And I don't know what the analytics from San Francisco said that Kyle's referring to, but I would rather play Mahomes in a three-down game yes. than a four-down game. Yes. That's what That, to me, was what it came down to. But I know my defense is exhausted, right? I know – so Mahomes is going to go right down the field on us. They're tired. Yes, and I, th- I think that people would give Shanahan more of a break if he just said that. But instead, he's saying, oh, we wanted to get the ball third. Why are we thinking that far ahead? Like, that's, that's where I have yeah. issue. And unfortunately, too, as a fan, like, I just think of the end of the game when they can't get that first down to keep the drive going and they have to kick a field goal. And you it's know that Mahomes is getting... It's they, yeah. they watch the play. Like, the, the one guard, the, the left guard tries to move to the right, the center moves left, and the right guard moves out. They, they didn't even block Jones. Yeah. So it was clearly... Look, I, their line coach, Chris Forrester, is a very good coach. And so, like, they cover that. They blew the, co- they blew the protection. They blew it. That's just what it is. It was the right call, bad execution. And, and unfortunately, you lose the Super Bowl over that. That's the, the, the overtime and the, the third down calls. Those are going to be the calls that Kyle are going to regret in terms of the second down call. We'll talk about this when we come back. When they had the ball in Kansas City territory, when they're down, when it was a 16 to 16 game, that was the, that was the moment of the game to win. So much opportunity missed, it felt like, for San Francisco, who falls to Kansas City 25-22. The Chiefs get their third ring, two of them now, at the expense of the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk more about how things played out, as well as a goat in waiting, it appears, with Patrick Mahomes and what his future might hold. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you haven't already, make sure you check out the new vcin.com. On the front page today, our own Dave Tooley breaks down the top 10 prop bet results that tell the story of Super Bowl 58. There's also daily best bet articles in college hoops and the NBA, as well as betting strategies discussing the contrasting styles of wagering for entertainment or ROI. Make sure you check out the new vcin.com today. Kansas City wins their third Super Bowl in the last five years. 25-22, the final score is they top the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we'll continue talking that through throughout the course of the two hours that we have here today. Coming up in about 15 minutes, we'll have Thomas Gable, director of the Race and Sportsbook at the Borgata in Atlantic City. Join us, take us behind the counter, see how the books did. Mike Pritchard, VSIN host, former NFL wideout, will hop on with us as well. He, you know, he talked to us earlier in the week about, about Juszczyk. All of his, everything except for the touchdown prop for Juszczyk pretty much ended up coming through Rushing. right away. Right. Yeah, right away. First it was, reception. Yeah, I got it right away. It was pretty damn good, yeah. you know. And we got the McCaffrey prop up over there. The Kettle one we're still looking for. That's somewhere off a deserted island in the Pacific. I have no Brutal. idea what happened to that one. But I, I like that one, too. Chris Jones not getting a sack shocked me. Yes. Got a bunch of pressures, but no sacks, you know. Bosa not getting a sack, too. You know, yeah, so, I was surprised too because he played great. Here it is. It's here. Unfortunate for him not Ayuk to get rewarded. Ayuk went under. Ayuk went under, right? Yep. Uh, and and forked. I mean, Debo. That's the hard one. The plane ride home. You're looking at the stat sheet. We we threw the ball eleven times to Debo. He caught three yeah. of them. Right. Kittle. I mean, how does he not have more than three and a half receptions? Right. I I don't understand that. I love McCaffrey. The Jawan Jennings one I never thought of. And how about throwing the ball to six different receivers in the game? I would have never gone that, there either. I was looking like early on in the game. I think it was first or second quarter where if you're just looking at the box score, you see that that uh, what's his face that Purdy had gotten the ball to six different guys all were like 12 to 18 yard right, passes yeah. at that point um, use check of course like goes over his receiving yards goes over everything on that first play uh, if if, but if you go down with the ship right I mean you lose a close game a, 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 a one possession game and Ayuk Samuel and Kittle aren't aren't le your leading scores it's heartbreaking. So, I love I, I love McCaffrey, but I think we have a false perception of McCaffrey. I think he's a great player. I think he's a tremendous player. I think he's a luxury item. I think they need, and I know this sounds stupid, they need a banger. They need somebody else to come in there to kind of wear down the defense, right? They need somebody to come in there and say, uh-oh, we're tired of chasing McCaffrey around. We're going to need to have somebody tackle. You know, we got this banger, and now we got – to me, they need a little bit more multiplicity. Yeah. In, in their style because t he's so good, but if he can't be the, the guy that tires the defense out. Listen, I'd love to have another bowling ball type, just stout body run through the defense, get you those yards type of running back to compliment him. But I mean, we already have an embarrassing um, an embarrassment of riches on the offensive side of the ball. It's hard to ask for another thing. Well, I, I don't think, I think, look, Bobby Turner, your running back coach, has done an outstanding job in his entire career with Mike and with Kyle of finding these guys in the fourth, fifth. I mean, Mosert, you know, yeah. the Mitchell kid's a good little player. I mean, they ran him a couple times. They got the holding call over there. But to me, I, I think it's a, now look, you, when you put the back in there, if he doesn't have, remember, you evaluate running backs in three areas. It's block, catch, run. You got to be able to pass protect first. You got to be able to catch the ball in the backfield, and you got to be able to run the ball when it's your time. And I just think you can find that guy. And I think if they had that, they had it in Mosert. 
Look at what he's done with with he and Achan. Achan, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were very good together. So can you help me out with this, though, offensively? Because we talk about the Kittle stuff, and I know you said you still have to go through the All-22 to really get a, an idea of what was going on from that standpoint. Well, they never showed it to us. Like, it would have been nice. If I would have been Romo in the box, I would have said to the to the production guy, "Let's. why is Kittle not getting the ball? Yeah. Like, I kept writing in my notes, like, why does Kittle not have – like, explain what they're doing so we as a fan – and could understand it but with, with the Debo three of 11 thing I was wondering like they kept trying to go deep to Debo numerous times and I would just would have liked a little bit more of the underneath stuff to him and if we're going downfield to have those balls go to Ayuk more so why yeah. do you think that changed or is that something too that you just have to look at from I think different- you got to watch the yeah. whole attack plan in terms of how they were doing it I thought he I thought the formations would have been more spread especially on the key downs where you knew he was getting pressure. Now you say, well, you open up the edges when you get pressure, and they blew that one protection too. So that always becomes the issue. They're going to have to really, you know, they're going to have to take some of the concepts that they use. They use, to be honest with you now, when you watch their offense, they use some of the, the old Patriot stuff, right? The touchdown pass is a Patriot play. The one they missed to Samuel on the, on the sprint where they're coming down the field, that's a complete Patriot play. Mm-hmm. And I think you can see they're trying to incorporate more of the versatility within their offense from that. Um, Because of overtime, by the way, Patrick Mahomes, everything that you could bet Patrick Mahomes essentially comes through. Passing yards, 260 and a half. He's got 333 completions and attempts. He goes 34 of 46. Touchdowns over one and a half. He did throw that that pick on the opening drive of the third quarter. Longest completion, the 52 or 53 yarder to Hardman. Rushing gets there. He was the Chiefs leading rusher um, for the for the game. Second leading rusher in the entire game, just behind CMC. He had 66 yards on the ground. And this is just Michael further cementing the legacy of yeah. Patrick Mahomes for him to, we talked about it going into the game where you said, you know, the chiefs defense is really what's gotten the, the Kansas city to this point, but Patrick Mahomes in the fourth quarter. And in this case, the fourth quarter and overtime, he's just going to do what he does. And you want the ball in his hands and he delivered. That's what makes the second down call before the two minute warning. So right. tough, right? Cause they run a bootleg and Kittle catches it. See, that's a dangerous play. If Kittle doesn't catch that ball to keep it in play, it was a no gain. It was a no gain, but the two minute warning came that play to me at that time of the game had to be a run. It had to be a run. Now they got away with a pass, but you wanted the clock to get to the two minute warning. Yeah. And let's say you, you put a good run in there and you got three yards. Okay. Now you're in a third and two. You have a lot to open up for you here. And you got a better chance. I think to me, this to me when I go back and I'm going to chart it when I get home, if I ever get home, I'm going to chart it <laughs> on the second down. I think they lost this game, the non-obvious again, on second down. I think the 49ers. I said it all week before the game. They had to have a great second down call sheet, and I don't think it was. And uh, Mahomes also, by the way, MVP. He is there in the last seven Super Bowls, Michael. The favorite has only one Super Bowl MVP three times. Right, let me ask you this question. All three were Mahomes. Let me ask you this question. If let's just say Hardeman would have dropped the pass, it bounces up in the air, and the 49er defense would have caught it, okay? And the game would have been 49ers over. 49ers right? win. The 49ers win. Who was the MVP for the Niners? I would have said Juwan Jennings. That's probably who was going to get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, so I don't know. Purdy gets, I don't know. Because today, all in every single show, there's your man up there in his car. He's so busy, he's in his car. I mean, <laughs> Danny O on Pat McAfee for those that you know, are watching uh, that, what that he's talking Purdy about. Purdy wasn't good enough. You know, like, I, I, what does so, Purdy have to do to be good enough? Do you think that's an argument today? Do you no, think people I don't, I think are it's saying ridiculous. that? Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't see I how Purdy anyone can say to, that. I think Purdy is going to only improve because if they start to do more stuff at the line and trust him to get them in the right protection, to get them in the right play, to give him more Mm -hmm. time, to go down that road that Brady was talking about. You know, Brady was talking about probability. The quarterback has to understand probability because the play caller is sending plays in based on what we anticipate, Mm -hmm. okay? The Niners anticipated blitz zero, okay? They did. On third and four, third and five, they just got the wrong call. They They had the right play called in the red zone. They messed up the protection. So the probability, and when the probability is not 
not right based on the look, you got to get the player in the right play. You got to get the team in the right play, which is what Mahomes is capable of doing or making a play. So he's only going to improve. Like the guy is only going to improve. Well, get ready for an offseason filled with is Brock Purdy the guy conversation is Elliot and I were talking about before the show. But I don't think you can look at this game and say by any means that Brock Purdy oh, is the reason they lost. La- like there's no way that's a conversation. It's such a lazy narrative and it's such a lazy watching the game. You're not watching the same game I'm watching. Like this guy's really good. Now, could he have thrown the ball to Debo for the touchdown over there? Yeah, he could have. They scored on that drive. However, you got Chris Jones bearing down your leg. You know, you're coming right at you. So it's hard sometimes. I mean, look, this guy's good. This guy is really good. I know, you know, most fans wouldn't trade him for Justin Fields. I mean, would trade him for Justin Fields tomorrow. Yeah. But to me, there's no comparison in quarterbacks. As much as I would love to like have this be a day where we're giving Brock Purdy his flowers, I, I still think that we need to make sure that we're talking a lot about Patrick Mahomes here. As much as it pains me physically well, and I'm you, sick to that's my stomach. Why the, the reason we got to this conversation is because the second and five call yeah. is the Mahomes call to win the game. You can't let him have the ball again. You can't. You cannot. And they have, and you know that. And, and everyone knows that. That's and, why and it's so such a dagger. What would we be talking about today? We'd be talking about Andy Reid using a stupid timeout in the third quarter in the game, which could have cost him the game like we talked about McVay. That won't get talked about because they didn't cash in. Um, Mahomes now 11-1-1. ATS is an underdog. 10 wins outright. Had to win three in a row as an underdog to win this Super Bowl. And um, with that, my San Francisco 49ers have now given Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs two of their three rings. Um, Mahomes is the at 23 years old, the fourth starting quarterback to win three Super Bowls, joining Brady, Montana, Terry Bradshaw, and Troy Aikman. Not bad company. Plenty more Super Bowl 58 talk coming up on the Lombardi line. This is the Lombardi line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's an Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Appointments are lined up. You waiting for somebody in there? An appointment. And it's not about what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. It's not personal. It's strictly business. It's time you and me had a private talk where you're stepping into my office. And step into my office with Michael Lombardi. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Okay, Michael, let's get to it. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan getting a lot of flack today, uh, rightfully so in a lot of areas, but let's go through it. Shanahan fell to 0-2 as a head coach in Super Bowls, 0-3 overall, and his team has had a 10-plus lead in all three games. Hold on, let me, let me do it. Blew a 25-point lead in Super Bowl 51, a 10-point lead in 54, and a 10-point lead yesterday. We also have to take into account the play calling early in the third quarter, and of course the decision or rationale for the decision to take the ball first in overtime. So a lot of layers. How can Shanahan get over the hump and rid himself of this choke artist moniker, Michael? Well, I think all he has to do is look to the other sideline. Andy Reid at 42 years old, went 11-5, and five, got his team to a conference championship, lost it. You know, then it took him four more years to get to the NFC championship game, which he finally won, and then he lost the Super Bowl. Choke artist, okay? So he starts his career in Philadelphia in 1999. He never wins the Super Bowl. He's run out of town after a, after a season of 8-8, eight and eight, and then he went 4-12, and 12, but he got fired. And he never won. And then he went to Kansas City and said, Andy will never win because he can't manage the clock. He's a choke artist come playoff time. And now you just lost to a guy. So all the things they've said about Andy, we are now saying about you, Kyle, which is completely, it wasn't true about Andy, and it's not true about you. But what I think you can learn more than anything is figuring out why we lost and what we need to do to win. And I think if you analyze your two Super Bowl losses, forget the Atlanta one, why they blame you for that, I have no idea. You were the offensive coordinator. You weren't the head coach. So that should never be on your record. However, what I think you have to do is figure out why did we lose the fourth quarter of two Super Bowls? And you lost because as great as your defensive line is, it got tired. And and it happens at every Super Bowl. It happens. So you're going to have to expand your portfolio defensively. 
you're going to have to commit yourself to being more multiple defensively. And you're going to have to change the way you call defense in the regular season. You're going to have to create a draft concept to draft more man-to-man corners as opposed to zone corners. Because when a game comes on the line, we got to play man and we've got to blitz people. Quickly, has this ever does this bring down your power ranking in terms of head coaches where Kyle Shanahan sits? No, but I think what it does is it just opens the door like all coaches. Like, nobody's prepared to be a head coach. Andy Reid's first year on the job, he's 41 years old. He went 5-11. and 11. The next year, that's when they started getting going. As you get going, what, Andy didn't win his first Super Bowl until he was 61 years old. That's 20 years of being a head coach in the National Football League. But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody says anything about Andy Reid struggled for 20 before he won his first Super Bowl. All right? Like, that's all Kyle's got to do. And he's got to, you know, he's got his dad there to give him advice. And look at this profile. Just understand that, hey, we stand in front of the team every week, every offseason. We have to improve. Guess what? The coaches have to improve, too. The scouting has to improve. The player development, everything has to improve when you fall short of your goal. Well, let's talk to Andy Reid here for a little bit because he has joined a very exclusive club of head coaches with three plus Super Bowls, including Bill Belichick, Chuck Knoll, Bill Bill Walsh, excuse me, Joe Gibbs. And he told reporters because everybody keeps asking if he's going to retire. He said, I haven't even thought about it. Quote, I'm old, but I'm not that old. So how in your mind should Andy Reid approach this offseason? And is there something to going out on top? No, there's something about when you feel like you don't enjoy the process. Reed loves the process yeah. of work. He loves it. I mean, I love what, that he was like, I haven't thought about it. I mean, it. <laughs> I said this on the pod today. Like, what I said it on Mitch and Polly. What would he do? Is he going to become a food critic for Las Vegas? I mean, what's Andy going to do? I mean, what is he going to do? He <laughs> I loves, would pay to see that. Can we get some more Andy Reed offseason yeah, content? Yeah, like, I mean, what is he going to do? We're going to, okay, Andy, why don't you go down to Sinatra's <laughs> at the wind and tell us what you think? That's a five star. We'll go to Barry's over here. That's five star. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm probably, you know, or is he going to join Guy Fieri on the Food Network and go diners driving and dive? I mean, come on. The guy's a hell of a coach. What, what this whole generation misses is because it's all about who's young. So I, I love it. Belichick stopped Sean McVay. Belichick's a bad coach. You should hire everyone of Sean McVay's assistants. Like, nobody <laughs> talks about that. Like, experience matters. I just gave you an example of experience. Andy Reid, 41 first-time head coach. It takes him though he's 61 to win a Super Bowl. That experience of all those years, of all those losses that have accumulated, where he got to conference championships but couldn't get over the hump, they were all learning experiences for him. From choke artist to Hall of Fame coach. Now he's on the Hall of Fame. Yep. Oh, speaking of Hall of Fame, how'd you like the comment from Jim Nance when he was talking about all the Hall of Fame oh, inductees this year and saying Brent Musburger, just got to get him we, that the We have to award. get Brent in the Hall of Fame. I think it's really important. I love that Dan Patrick mentioned it yep. on his show. So he's going to write a letter to the Hall? I, I, I would love that. I hope he has more power. I wrote a book about it. If somebody would read that, and I hope that a lot of people have, would understand as we asked Brent yesterday on the air about walking up Park Avenue and talking to the commissioner about the whole NFL today. But I think what, when you watch this show, the NFL Today with Brent, I think you really get an understanding of how powerful that show was. Not a lot of people today can understand that we didn't have scores. We didn't have any programming during the week. We had three channels. I mean, it was like you were barren to find any information. And that show was the beacon of light for you to understand the NFL. How about Brock Purdy? He had 255 yards and a touchdown against the Chiefs, led five scoring drives in all, but couldn't score a touchdown in overtime to get that win. After the loss now, Purdy's 21-6 as a starter, including the postseason, made back-to-back NFC championships and a Super Bowl. But you know there's going to be all the offseason talk about, is Purdy the guy? What can he do to improve and take the step as a franchise quarterback in San Francisco? The thing I would tell Brock Purdy is take a week off, go back to Iowa, go to Phoenix, go to Arizona, wherever you're living and rest get get some get underneath and then when you can come back and you're allowed in that facility you start training for next year get your body bigger get your body stronger improve on every aspect spend four hours a day watching tape go spend time with tom brady ask brady what it takes to be a great player fly to los angeles really commit yourself to your career because everybody who has an opinion on brock purdy has no idea how good brock purdy is he does and he's going to be able to take the Niners as far as his appetite for competitive stamina allows them. And he has to set 
the floor for the entire team. He's got to be the hardest worker. He's got to be the one driving it. He's got to be everything there. And then he can improve his mental at the line of scrimmage game, which is going to take his game to another level. I like that you use that word competitive stamina because let's use that now with Patrick Mahomes on the other side because maybe for Purdy, a little bit easier to stay motivated when you're hungry to get that win and to be taken seriously as a franchise QB. Patrick Mahomes, 28 years old, he's already got three Super Bowls. He's feeling pretty good. How can he maintain that competitive stamina and get the three-peat or continue to develop his legacy? Well, I I think because he knows as great as today is, it can turn on you in a minute. You can eternal. It's, he's not happy. He's taking the game. Look at Russell Wilson. Look how quickly that narrative changed. And I think ultimately you go away, you celebrate, you start a date, whether it's March 15th, whether it's March 20th, whether it's 10 days from now. But basically you've got to put this season behind you and go on to the next season. That's what makes the NFL so hard. You know, everybody today came to work in the National Football League and they all said we're O and O. The season started today in the NFL. Everybody thinks they got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Everybody thinks they got a great plan for the offseason. And so if you don't take that same mentality, you're going to fall behind. You know you got Harbaugh in the division. You know you got Sean Payton in there. The competition is going to continue to rise. Josh Allen's sitting there saying, what do I have to do to get on this stage? And you know, something tells me that celebrating Super Bowls doesn't get old. No, it doesn't get old, but you got to find a way to get back into yeah. it. And so, the only person that can do it, this is what made Brady so good, is the leader of the team, Belichick. He could care less about what happened yesterday. He's about tomorrow. He's about what's next, the next games, the next championship. So I think Reed's that way, and I think Mahomes is that way, well, too. And you know, as a former GM, how much has to go in to make that roster continue to be competitive year after year. Yeah. Let's say we're talking to Brett Beach today. Uh, Kansas City has a uh, ton of upcoming free agents this offseason, including Chris Jones and Legend need, what should he be prioritizing this offseason? I think he should be prioritizing everything that wins championships. More defensive linemen, better offensive line, fine skill, fine bargains, don't overspend. I mean, that's what you can't do. Look what happened to Philly. Look what happened to Philly. Oh, we're going to bring Slay back. Okay, we're going to bring Slay back. We're going to bring Bradbury back. Overpay for them. Don't don't repair the linebackers. Defensive front, not as in good shape. You can't get complacent. You have to constantly ask yourself, is the value of this player worth coming back? Remember when is the lowest form of conversation. And I know these guys are really good, but we may have to get part of it. We cannot fall in love. We've only got 30 seconds, but what holes will John Lynch need to fill to get the Niners over the hump? I think he needs man-to-man corners. I think he needs to find, and he needs to get the defensive line to play at a higher level. Yeah. I I agree with you 100%. Um, So close, but so far for the San Francisco 49ers twice now in the last handful of years. Both of those losses coming at the hands of this Kansas City Chiefs team, which just goes to show how impactful this group really, really is, regardless of who they've had out there on the field. We're going to step aside here. VEASAN's own Mike Pritchard joining us next. Get his opinion on how things played out and maybe for the future. Can the Chiefs repeat or what will it take for the 49ers to get that elusive win? Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app and use the promo code VSIN. That's V-S-I-N when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. And, of course, you can use that NBA, college hoops, all the things. But uh, it's crazy crazy to think that we're already turning the page. Like, this football season, to me, went by in a flash. Too fast. Yeah. It, it, you know, when you get on those routines where, you know, we've got games Monday, Thursday, Friday's college, Saturday college, Sunday, Monday, you know, mm-hmm. the week just flies by, right. you know, and so it's, it, it really is great. And I love it. I can't, you know, I mean, we're going to miss it, but we're going to have XFL. What are they? Is it UF? U, UFL is what it's called. So yeah, I'll be doing spring football again this year. So that'll be fun. Um, the USFL and XFL merge, which I think was, is the right thing to do in terms of just having one spring football league instead of there being competition yeah, for no, it. Just I make definitely one agree because I couldn't get it straight. Exactly. You know, I couldn't get it straight. I think it's great that we have that. So yeah, yeah for me, I love that. I think it's awesome. And you know, look, we got uh, we're got back to our betting tip, Stormy. We have a betting tip oh, for yes. today. Why don't you go ahead and explain this betting tip? Today yeah, and tip. every day. Um, pushing it forward, though, of course, recapping the Super Bowl. But there are already markets up on DraftKings and sportsbooks across the country looking for the Super Bowl next year, MVP for next year. Um, but this time of year, Michael, and I think you would agree, you've said this before in the past, this time of year is more about eliminating teams moving yep. forward mm-hmm. than like actually placing, I feel super confident in this team type wagers. No question. I think to me like like let's just go through it you you know i think one of the things in this betting tip when you eliminate teams is really focus on the coaching staffs Mm. because we saw schwartz who won coach of the year for assistant coach of the year for the browns he made a huge difference you really need to spend time understanding the coaching staffs look i didn't know bobby slovic when he went to houston he was a first-time coordinator but what a great job he did so you know when you combine him with D'Amico ryan's it really makes a difference. I can remember when Ray Rhodes hired John Gruden from Green Bay. Nobody knew who Green, John Gruden was as his offensive coordinator. He made a huge difference in Philadelphia. I think that's the same kind of thing you have to take into account here. And, you know, speaking of the Texans, they went from worst to first in, in their division, and they're going to be – there's always one, it seems like, year in and year yeah, out. Always, so, yeah. So I was just saying, as some of these other markets start to become available throughout the course of the offseason, keep historical things in mind as you're making some of these bets as well. Uh, VEASAN Pro Tips available at VEASAN every single day, uh, searchable by sport and by show. But there will be a ton of different markets that are kind of come up as we go, including as we near the draft, the combines coming in just a couple of weeks. We'll have various markets that come up for that far beyond just first quarterback and first player to be drafted. Those are going to continue to expand as we start to get more information coming through. But as we showed the odds on the screen a little bit earlier, the 49ers are the favorite already early, looking ahead to next year at plus 550. The Chiefs are plus 650 to become the first repeat Super Bowl champion in NFL history. The Ravens at nine to one who were How about the Bills at ten to one? Bills ten to one, yeah. I I think the Bills are going to be an interesting offseason team. They've got huge cap issues, right? They can't just dump Von Miller. They've got that problem. They've got the injuries coming back with Tredarius White coming off of that. You know, the cap's going to go up. They're going to have to add some pieces. They got the digs dig situation they have to handle. And they're old on defense. I mean, their two safeties are going to be free agents. That's the strength of their team. What they do will be fascinating. What the Lions do to add to their team, 
what they do with Goff in the offseason, how they handle it. The fact the Eagles are 20 to 1 below the Dolphins. The Dolphins now, Anthony Weaver comes in from Baltimore to be the defense coordinator with Joe Barry. I mean, that's how is that going to change from Vic Fangio, right? The Packers are a really good young team. If Jeff Halfley is a great defensive coordinator, they've got enough ability to sit there and say, well, wait a minute, that we can be really good. The Cowboys, we haven't talked about this all day, but the Cowboys have been trying to hire Mike Zimmer as a defense coordinator, right. which would be outstanding, okay? But Mike Zimmer, it, it, it's a contract battle. And that's why Rex Ryan's involved in this saying they haven't handled it yet. But they don't want to offer the going rate for coordinators, nor do they want to extend years, which tells me, you know, why would Rex be so interested in this if he thought it was only going to be a one-year deal? Maybe they're convincing him it's going to be more. But that job at 20 to 1, the, can you imagine the Cowboys are 20 to 1 with that team? Now they've got a lot of offseason issues, and the Dolphins are 17 to 1, and the Dolphins are 50 million over the cap, and they're going to extend to it. Yeah. Also, you know, as a 49ers fan, how much I love to hate on the Cowboys and the lack of being able to get to the NFC championship historically. But they still have a Super Bowl in more recent history than the 49ers do. Yeah. So take that into account Brooke, as well. I can tell you, there's some J- St. Jude's picks on that board right there. Oh, sure. So and the, the Jets who you keep bringing up. Let's. So this that's what we're saying. It's all about eliminating teams. So on that board, at least from 35 to 1 and shorter, who are we eliminating already? Well, I would eliminate the Jets. I, I don't care that Rodgers is coming back, and I love Aaron Rodgers as a player, but I, I don't see how that's going to work. I really don't. I, I, I think that's a waste so of time. So much internal dysfunction. Yeah, they're, they're messed up. I, I think the Tex, them at the Texans at 22, I think the Texans are going to add to their draft. The Jaguars are interesting. They're going through. They hired a new defensive coordinator. They're going through changes. I don't think there was any commitment to Lawrence that we heard from anywhere this offseason. So I don't I'm I'm not in love with their team. The South is not great. We know that. You know, I know the Colts will be better. I think the Colts and they're not on the board. Maybe they're on the next page. But, you know, I, I actually like them better than I like the Jags in this situation, considering what the Colts were able to do this year. Minshew's a free agent, but, you know, they've got Richardson coming back. So when I look at this thing, I love the Packers right there. I really do. I love the Packers. The second page, how about the Brownies? They're 35 to 1. They just they were great this year. How can they be the same as the Falcons who don't have a quarterback? And how about the Steelers at 75 to 1? Now, say, are we sure that the Browns have a quarterback too though? Great point, Storm. I mean, you're the voice of reason always around on this show. I love that. You know, look at the Fal- the Falcons don't have a quarterback. The Vikings, we know they don't have one. Seattle at 65 to 1. Seattle's going to be improved with Mike McDonald. I can tell you that right now. They're going to be better defensively. They're better. De- they have really good talent defensively. They're going to be a better offense. They'll have a home field advantage for a while. The Steelers, we saw today that, you know, there's a report out that Mike Tomlin loves Justin Fields. Maybe they go after him. Who knows? But I don't think they're down the picket road completely. I think they want picket to work out. I just don't think they're down that road. I'd like to see Kirk Cousins go there personally. Then the the Panthers are the longest shot coming off of the worst season in the NFL. Just a two win year. They're 250 to one. If, for anyone that watched NFL honors, I did think that was really funny when the, the comedian host Keegan, Michael Key said that the, at the time Taylor Swift was in Tokyo. He said the only person farther from the Super Bowl was the Panthers. <laughs> and that's that's pretty bad. It is. It's um, true. But I mean, okay. So all right, let's go MVP. You, you mentioned the Texans and Packers as two teams that could have some intrigue looking ahead to next year. Two teams that both with young quarterbacks made the divisional round of the playoffs this year. What do you think about like CJ Stroud and Jordan? Lo- Jordan loves only 12 to one fifth shortest shot on the board. Yeah. I mean, look, if he look one thing Walsh always said, there's a lot of things Walsh said that were great. Can you believe two was only 18 to one? He, I would have thought two would have been eight to one. I mean, based on the love he gets. I think this year with him being healthy for the whole year and still not yeah. having his team have that type of success that people have stepped off that bandwagon a little bit. 18 to one's high for two. He's always, he'll be, if the first game of the year when he throws for 300 yards, he'll be the number one favorite. It'll get cut down. Let's go to love. To me, Walsh always said this, the quarterbacks jump from one to two is just significant. The quarterbacks jump from two to three is when he really goes to another level. You know who's not on this board? Who's not on the board? 
Well, there's no Deshaun Watson, if that's what you're getting at. With Who else isn't on the board? Oh, there he is. Oh, I'm sorry. There's Brock Purdy at 12 to 1. I thought he wasn't yes. on the board. But I think Purdy's going to take a step forward. I think Love's going to take a huge step forward. I think Herbert will take a step forward just by the way Jim Harbaugh manages the game. I think that one at 12 to 1 has some intrigue because we've talked about it already with Harbaugh coming in, despite that roster being an aging and expensive one, that he should make an immediate impact, especially at the quarterback and offensive side of the ball. I, I, this is where you can get look here's what i love about the mvp board i know you got to invest your money early i know that i know you're gonna but i think if you take 500 dollars and you spread it around and as long as you're getting money back mahomes at six to one okay it's plus 600 you're getting a good number josh allen you're still going to make money burrow you're going to make money lamar and if you hit on one of those long shots whether it's purdy at 12 to one or love if you put two long shots in with favorites as long as it's above five to one a 500 plus five you're going to make money and maybe not. I mean, these markets in general can be very intriguing. I think in season too. like it's not something where if you want to bet a future, you have to do it before the season. These are more just like conversation topics right now and feeling out how a team's going to be. Roster construction will be very interesting as we yeah. go through the well, offseason. They adjust, too. They'll adjust a little bit, though. Not as sure. much. I mean, but they. But I just think of in season comeback player of the year, for example. Joe yeah. Flacco wasn't even on the preseason exactly, board. And yeah. then he can cash yeah. it. I, I think to you're one. better off waiting on that one. Sure. Which could, I don't know if I gave you your proper flowers for that, by no, the way, that with was, Flacco. That, I, I look, I said Flacco was a comeback player from 2018, not from 2023. <laughs> <laughs> but you showed you showed us whether you were telling people to bet it or not. You said, hey, look, look the Joe Flacco popping up on that board at 250 to one. He's got like 300. I know a game. buddy of mine from Ocean City bet it. I loved oh. it. I was so happy that, you really know, good. Yeah, no tip. I'm still waiting for that. That's all right. It's been so good to be up. out here with you, though, Storm. Really it's been great. great to Thank have you. you in person this whole Super Bowl week. You're Thank awesome. You. Um, get home safe. Yes, I hope yes. so. We'll get there tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully there's no storms. Got right. the Sixers to talk about, Stormy. Yes, we do. Can't wait. Um, I need something to get my mind off of what, ha- what transpired yesterday. Have a great day, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.